Welcome, Path Folk, to the Find the Path Adventures actual play of the War for the Crown Adventure Path. Where we can finally go to bed and maybe be killed in our sleep. We're about to play a game of Clue. Oh, no. <laughs> yeah, yep, yep, who killed Cornelius? I know this was a murder mystery party. <laughs> it is now. Yeah, we know it's in the red room, at least. We don't have to figure that part out. Yeah. <laughs> it was Lady Crab in red the red crab. room. Don't ask how. Oh, no. <laughs> she would just use her Truco hammer. Good Lord. She's proficient with that. Oh, I was yeah, going to say, true. yeah, she could easily truco me to death. <laughs> yeah. just, just one truco, truco ball mallet, right, yeah. in, right in. We, we, we learned from uh, our Discord, actually, that posted a video. Uh, those balls are actually very heavy. Mm. Truco yeah. is a killer So game. if you if you got a good overhand swing with that, you could totally uh, kill a man. Oh, wow. Sorry, just had an entire concept of a character pop into my head. Taude Nobleman focuses on using the halfling sling staff, but it's technically a truco hammer oh. thing and the truco spoon to hurl rocks at people oh my yeah he's a, essentially a pro athlete <laughs> <laughs> oh inquisitor of kurgus oh interesting oh my yeah. that would be interesting for anybody although my brain immediately just goes to casey jones oh man wasn't there a character called sportsmaster i have no idea oh is that a comic book character Wait, that sounds really familiar. Uh, yeah, Sportsmaster is a DC character. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> oh my god. Anyway, there's a whole thing. Yeah, so welcome back everyone to the continued exploits of the Knights of Summer. When last we had left our heroes um, on this uh Summer speaking, night. while you are the Knights of Summer, it's actually uh, yeah, fall. Yeah, it's fall. You're out of season. We're out of season. Oh god. Oh. When last we left our heroes, our uh, our supporters of the Princess Utropia, childhood friends, had made their way to Merritt County, the county in which the Palace of Birdsong, the ancestral home of the Stavians, lies, there to attempt to oust the current occupant, the steward of the Palace of Birdsong, Count Bartleby Lothied, ousting him so that Princess Utropia may retake her family's ancestral lands and use it as a base of operations to continue her bid for the crown in the eponymous war for the crown mm-hmm. the party had arrived during the tanager jubilee of which was a uh, a two-day event having just finished the first day of that which had involved some socializing some uh, uh arriving some introductions some tournament prep a tournament uh which also involved some truco the feast of the victor um after the uh, jubilee speech which was somewhat interrupted by an attempted assassination uh some entertainment which was in the form of halfling dog charioteers that was not entertainment not entertaining and a little bit of dancing and cards so far the party has met a wide variety of people you of course have met purple finch uh, Mm um alista kragas is her actual name as well as uh baron nicholas o'cara baroness uh adela voinum baronet fifaben count bartleby lothied dame carrot hellbore which i don't think you guys have spoken to yet nah she's Mm -hmm. on the wrong side She's yeah, one she of hangs Titus's around flunkies. with, uh, what's his name? With uh, Lothied Cassava. Mm-hmm. Yeah, we don't really yes. know anything about her yet. Freaking Titus. Dame Sipsinia Crab. Uh, the Duchess uh, was the last person that you met, Duchess uh, Valeto Lothied. Mm-hmm. She was awesome. Earl Yonder Marcondus, Lady Elaine Peril, Lady Lucrezia Marthane, Lady Mona Sidis, Lady Parthena Crab, Lady Silly O'Kara, Lord Titus Lothied Cassava, 
Sir Marina Goitus, Sir Gulgasern, Cyrus Cocklebur, Esquire, and Tribune Onara Sykem. So many NPCs. <laughs> True. It's a lot. A lot to keep track of. Yep. Uh, so, so many moving pieces. But yeah, you had uh, engaged in a fun evening of uh, grand ballroom dancing. We'd actually left off as uh, the Duchess Lothied had made her appearance, which seemed to have been quite the surprise. But apparently there was a party going on, so she decided to pop in for the for the last hour and uh, did a quick little dance with Verity, who got to know her a little better. She's yeah. awesome. Very cool. And following that, I think uh, all of you had finally retired for the evening after there was some discussion, a little bit of card playing, all the rest of that. Uh, Oliver had wandered around the grounds for a little bit. Yeah. Cornelius had made an arrangement with Count Bartleby to uh, to do a little spell swap, or at the very least, uh, check out one another's um, plastic card books full of your <laughs> magic cards. Pokemon cards. Yeah. Oh, actually, yeah, our magic cards. <laughs> magic yeah. cards makes more sense, yeah. <laughs> yeah, that makes a lot of sense. Ooh, this one's... I've got a foil fireball. Do you want to trade that for something, or...? <laughs> Was that Order the Stick that he was complaining about? It's like, why didn't you yes. prepare this spell? And it's like, I went to the spell shop, but for some reason, they were just selling them in random booster packs, and I just couldn't get a haste spell. <laughs> <laughs> Which would be an amazing way to run a magic shop. Liamon's Tiny Hut I mean, That's the way to get them to keep coming back to try to get the rare spells. The next time you guys go to a town that is a gnome-dominated town, I'm setting up random magic packs. <laughs> oh, my God. Oh, my God, God yes. <laughs> oh, my Let's God. They're it. all just like the equivalent of scrolls. Oh, my gosh. There's actually a discount in there except for you just can't choose it's just like it's just a grab bag of whatever is in here like guaranteed <laughs> one level three spell three level two spells yeah. <laughs> there's and, a guarantee yeah. <laughs> i believe also verity and felix had made plans to wake up early and uh go at the very least felix is gonna go pray to regain yeah, go spells. check out the chapel or yep. whatever yeah you'd uh then retired for the evening uh, all of you resting in your assorted rooms, the uh, the white room, the brown room, the red room, the green room, the blue room. There's actually also a black room, a gray room, and then uh, the prismatic room. Whoa. <laughs> it hypnotizes you. We didn't qualify you. for the prismatic room. We're on solid colors only. It's mm. actually somewhat larger than the other rooms. That's the VVIP room. That's where uh, Baroness Voynum, as the uh, the senior Baroness, uh. resides. Yep. Technically speaking, I think the gray room is currently uh, Silius staying there because it's hmm. technically reserved for the other Baron, but they're act- he never like comes. he never shows up for yeah. anything. And mm. Baron O'Kara's in the other one. Mm. Yeah. Mm. They're just down the hallway from you. So on the map that you see here, you know, you guys are over here. They're actually just down at the end of the hallway because oh, of, that's cool. there's the second wing. Yeah. And we left off as uh, all of you had settled in for the night after a, a busy day. Mm. A long day, somewhat challenging, a little trying. Mm-hmm. And uh, I believe I'm trying to remember. I think we left off with Cornelius rolling a will save. Yeah, yeah. pretending like I don't remember. But. <laughs> oh, gosh, you know golly. what you did. <laughs> I know exactly Once what again, I did. Once again, I'm making will saves, but I don't know what I did. <laughs> <sighs> All right, make a will save. Let's see. Uh, Let's see what happens. That's an eight for a thirteen. Thirteen. All that's right. Bad. So you all settle in. Oliver a little bit later. Again, I believe he was guilty and handed over a platinum piece because he kept Purple Finch up really late. Yeah, I feel I still feel bad about that. <laughs> platinum for Purple. Yeah. But she could she'd get paid for overtime, so that's yeah, what she I got feel paid like for it overtime. is. Yeah. But you rest up, all of you sleeping. Let me go ahead and uh, send a little secret message here to good old Jordan. <laughs> <laughs> all right, what am I... What devilish deeds have been done to my brain? So... I'll leave Jordan to read that real quick. Eventually, the sun, as it is wont to do, does come up in the morning. 
another bright, beautiful, sunny day. I said Gwen would sleep in, but she'd probably get up early, you know, got to do her hair, got to look presentable, all that stuff. You know. Oh, yeah. Well, I imagine all of you probably wake up a little early to uh, to get ready for the day's activities. It is going mm-hmm. to be a busy day. And we're all elder millennials. This is too much. <laughs> yeah, 15 true. hours of socializing is obscene. Mm-hmm. <laughs> I don't have the stamina for that, even at my current age. <laughs> I guess maybe if you're nobles, it's not as bad. That's true. All of you have a chance to, uh, to get up, get dressed again for today's activities. There is, in fact, a hunt, although you will have breakfast first. So I guess we're in our courtier's Ooh. outfits for breakfast. Is there cake for breakfast? Uh, I've got a full detail on what's for breakfast. Oh, jeez. Some of it is going to make Rachel maybe a little nauseous, so just be aware. Oh, great. But for breakfast that morning, you will want to wear your courtier's outfit plus jewelry. You'll have an opportunity to change into your riding outfit All right, once well. it's time for the hunt. I'm supposed to start things off. I imagine Oliver probably gets up, gets dressed in his courtier's outfit, collects his spell books, and so uh, you will be mm. joining the uh, the count this morning. Yes, interesting. Make your way over. I would imagine knock on Cordelius's door as Purple Finch is in the process of helping all the ladies get into their fancier outfits. Yeah. Cornelius, you wake up after what I've sent you. After what I would say is arguably a horrible night's sleep. Would you call it a nightmare? I would call it you are literally fatigued Ew. and cannot oh. regain your spells. Oh, no. That is how poorly you have slept. I, but but <laughs> I need why? my spells. You didn't cast anything yesterday, did you? I did. I cast uh, Ears of the City. Uh, but yeah. I should be able to pre-prepare, though, right? Or just I literally can't re-prepare. No. No, you have to have eight hours of uninterrupted restful oh, sleep. Oh, that's right. You it was interrupted not. by this. <laughs> Wonderful. Yeah, I mean, you don't lose your spells. You're just down yeah. one spell today. Yeah. Yeah. But I suppose Cordelius probably answers the door looking a little worse for wear. Are, are you all right? Oh, I... I'm afraid I didn't sleep particularly well. Um, bad dreams. I'm sorry to hear that. Are you feeling up for today? Uh, yes, yes. I um, I don't th- think I'll need to re-prepare anything, but um, yes, I'll All certainly right. go. Um, I was going see, to say, uh, I, can make an, I can make an excuse for the Count if you want me to, if you want some more sleep. No, no, I don't think an hour will make much difference, to be honest. Fair enough. In that case, um, I'll wait a moment for you to prepare. Sorry about that. And uh, um, I'll just be right out the door if you need me. Yes, give me one moment. Of course. Cornelius goes like shucking on his jacket, but like doesn't do the thing like when you're actually fully there and you look in the mirror and you go, okay, let me check to make sure everything looks good. He's just like, oh, whatever. (laughs) (laughs) It's fine. It's probably fine. This is fine. I mean, you could always ask Felix to cast a lesser restoration on you. That is true. Uh... Because that'll get rid of the fatigue. Condition. That's true, and you haven't gone and prepared your spells yet, right? So, if you catch me before I leave, and then I can go re-prepare, and then I'd have yeah. another one for the day. Um, would that be like? I'm trying not to metagame this because I know that I am fatigued. Like, is that like a common thing to go ask a cleric to like give you a little pepper up? It's common knowledge that clerics can restore the body, mind, and soul. So, okay. it might be one of those like, let me knock on Felix's door and be like, "Hey, I was go- I was just gonna go get a." A double shot espresso, but I thought I'd check with you first and see if there's <laughs> yeah, a magical exactly. solution to this problem. I, I want to get a double shot espresso, but I don't want to support the Chalaxians. <laughs> that horrible Chalaxian drink espresso. <laughs> Them and their espressos and biscottis. But uh, yes, I will go uh, ask Felix if I can get a little pick me up. Yeah, sharp rap on uh, Felix's door. I suppose Felix. Uh, Especially having probably told Finch that you were going to be getting up to uh, to go and pray and everything else in the morning. Probably went and helped you first. Mm-hmm. 
because Verity mostly wears kind of pantsuits, so it's a little easier for her to get into that. And, you know, Gwen's not on the I need an hour to pray time slot. She just needs a little vocal warm up in the morning to regain her magic. Mm. I honestly don't need to do anything, but I'll go with you to pray because it's kind of interesting. It's more just to see the more of the, the manor, you know? Yeah, it's yeah. not a bad idea to, to get some more intel. Who knows? We might have to assault this place at some point. That's true. <laughs> Hopefully not. I mean, I hope not, but who knows? One never knows. Yep, so uh, Cornelius will walk up to uh, Felix's room, do a little, you know, knock, knock, knock. I figure she answers the door and <laughs> probably just gives you a look. Uh, uh, are you all right? Uh, well, I've I've had better night's sleeps, I must admit. Um, I was wondering if you had anything to, um, well, revitalize me. We're going to need uh, everybody at their best uh, for today, as it's going to be even longer than yesterday was. I know, I was glancing over the itinerary. Uh, come on in, I can get you squared away. All right, Cornelius, we'll step inside, close the so, door. Oliver dutifully waits in the hall. Well, I mean, you can come in, too. You're in the uh, next room I mean, over. I mean, yeah, you can come in, too. Uh, fair enough. I assume you're, like, fully ready, right? Like, I mean, probably at this point. Because you're on the uh, you're on the hour to pray train. So what kept you from sleeping well? It's the darndest thing. It was a quite vivid dream. Um, it's been... Mm. Well, quite some time since I've had something so, well, violent. Um, what was it about, if you don't mind us asking? No, not at all. Um, maybe you can make some sense of it. Um, I found myself. <laughs> he sits down. It's like I'm gonna lay down on this bed, like it's a like it's a couch. I'm gonna yeah, yeah. talk about the, my dreams yeah, to you real the quick. Yeah, he couch, sits down. <laughs> you're you're a cleric. That's you're a cleric. That's basically the same as being a yeah, psychiatrist. Yeah, it's, like, it's like yeah, it's, <laughs> yes, that's a therapist, right? So I found myself on a lake in a swan boat, much like we had when we were children, with a woman. I couldn't make out her features, dreams being what they are. And suddenly the kind of picturesque scene turned, well, quite stormy. And um, mm. we were tossed into the storm. Was it the, the lake we passed? I couldn't really make it out. It didn't seem specific. Um, mm. But uh, the boat capsized. Um, we both went into the water some creature came up creature i don't know it grabbed the uh the woman and i couldn't save her i could barely swim i just my what? magic wasn't working i couldn't find my components i couldn't make the right hand gestures do you think it was a premonition of sorts <sighs> i certainly hope not yes that sounds terrifying yes well, she while you're telling the story she casts a lesser restoration upon me Mm. Ah, thank you. Yes, I do feel more myself. Good. Good. Well, mm. if you have any more interesting dreams, don't keep them to yourself. There you know, are messages in dreams, I feel. Yes, I'm a little concerned about what this message might be telling me. Mm. That could mean someone's in trouble and we need to help them. Cornelius, like, unconsciously turns towards where Verity's room is. <laughs> mm. Am I in trouble? <laughs> Maybe. You guys were on a swan boat when, you know, a long, long time ago. Yeah, that's true. So. Uh, and if you find out anything more about this creature, let me know. I might be able to see if I can figure out what it is. Well, if I get a good view of it, I suppose I can. Although I doubt anything like that exists in the lake here. Let's hope not. Well, how do we know? We haven't been here in 25 years. It was the general. No! <laughs> no. Oh, it is a premonition of the no. general. Oh, she just busted out of the water. No! 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 
I'm gonna rip this boat apart like a Slim Jim. <laughs> Are you Nobush? You have to tell me if you're Nobush. <laughs> oh gosh, golly! Oh, I should trap it. God, I've missed armor. I do yeah. too. So, uh, Felix casts a quick spell on you. You feel much better. Oh, no longer nice. fatigued, at the very least. Um, you still didn't have a great night's sleep. Yeah. yeah. At least I'm not taking the penalties. Yeah, you're not taking the penalties. You still, unfortunately, cannot regain spells because you do have to have eight hours yep. of uninterrupted sleep. Rough. But Cornelius Oliver, you make your way out from the guest rooms, uh, back out into the hallway that runs its way down towards the Grand Hall before ascending up the uh, spiral stairs there, uh, making your way up to the second level. Uh, stepping out of the stairwell, you exit out basically into a long hallway. Again, the hallways here are beautifully decorated. The walls are covered with these uh, amazing frescoes, many of them, again, depicting these pastoral scenes, these beautiful nature scenes of rivers and forests and all of these birds, these, this reoccurring avian theme through the entirety of this. Uh, once you'd reached the stairs, a servant would have led you upstairs, having been waiting patiently for you. They take you through the upstairs parlor, which is rather nice itself, uh, before eventually leading you to a door on the left-hand side. Um, as you're passing by the parlor, you can see that there's a sitting area here and a white set of double doors that you're going to guess lead to a more official functionary area. Mm. Um, as mm. in, if you were a noble that came here to meet with the Lothedes or to meet with the Grand Prince, where the Grand Prince in attendance here, this would have probably been the, the seating area, um, mm. sort of a waiting room. You can see that there's another set of, there's another spiral staircase down at the end of the hall, which matches the one that you'd seen uh, down at the end of the hall on the ground floor. So it looks like there's two staircases that lead up here and a door on the right hand side. Look how fancy they are with their two staircases. It's true. Uh, there was also a door on the, uh, the right hand side when you first came up the stairs that would have been for the area directly over the guest wing where you've been staying. While you've never been up to this level, again, you're walking along the right hand walls, nothing but windows that overlook the front grounds where you can see the drive up front, you can see the water fountain and all the statues there. While you've never been up to this level, even when you were staying here during the summer without rain, you are aware from your brief time here that the area directly over where you are staying, uh, which can also be accessed from a spiral staircase in the guest wing, leads up to the steward's apartments. Mm. Ah, okay. Basically the Lothied family suite. From mm. what you understand, that's where uh, Bartleby, when he was a child, as well as his sister, as well as Bartella. Mm. all stayed. Then we definitely snuck up there when we were kids because we played that prank on Bartleby. Oh yeah, you <laughs> did sneak True. up there uh, to Bartleby's, uh, Bartleby's room. It was uh, it was up in the very end of the hall. We probably met Martella up here once or twice. I mean, most No, likely. her room is really depressing, so she didn't uh, take any of you to see it. Oh, that's sad. It's, it's a room that literally just has a bed in it. It's God. the same size as the other rooms. It's just, it was all the hand-me-down toys from the others, and she got the second-hand clothes from her older sister. That's My extra heart. rough when you're, you know, a noble who has plenty of money. Yeah. Of course, you'd realize that um, Panavar's rooms would also be um, mm. on that, that wing, as well as Bartleby, who would now be in the steward's rooms instead of the small bedroom that he had as a child. Yeah. Small, quote unquote. Yeah, I mean, it was 10 feet by 15, so yeah, not really still small, small, but... Yeah, bigger than my bedroom. <laughs> <laughs> I was going to say, yep. bigger than many bedrooms. But you are led down the hall before the servant opens the door off towards your left-hand side. Uh, leads you into another hallway here. This one, fewer frescoes. The walls here are covered in numerous portraits. As you're looking over them, you can tell that these aren't nobles. And you believe the entirety of the hallway off towards your right-hand side 
itself a hallway that stretches for a distance of some 60 or 70 feet, are covered in repeated portraits of all of the head butlers, all of the seneschals, all of the, the staff. Right next to the door, there's the employee of the month picture. <laughs> It's Golgosaren, isn't it? Yeah, it's basically Golgosaren for like the <laughs> yeah, entire It's been Golgosaren for 40 years. Yeah. <laughs> but eventually you're led from there uh, just a short distance forward, where again, you can see that there's another door off towards the left-hand side. You think this is maybe another a spacious area directly ahead of you that looks to be maybe a waiting room. I think probably Oliver is somewhat familiar with this being from a grand house. Oliver, you'd kind of recognize this as being a lot of times when um, a noble, or at the very least, a uh, grand duke, is officiating or trying to uh, to balance out uh, two sides of an argument. They will sometimes have two entrances into their offices uh, so that uh, mm. the families don't have to wait in the same waiting area. Lest they come to blows. Yeah. In essence, it's, it's almost one side for the prosecution, the other side for the defense of, mm. the, uh, of the office so that they each have their small rooms that they can sit in. Goodness. But the servant walks over, knocks on the door steps back, kind of turns away to look out the window to provide some privacy before Count Lothied, today in a resplendent blue pressed doublet. Uh, no jacket on right now, it's just the the doublet. Mm. Uh, it's, it's still early in the morning. <laughs> you can tell he, even has his, he doesn't have his cufflinks in, he has his sleeves rolled up like he's been <laughs> uh, been busy working at things. Uh, opens the door, gives, gives the two of you a warm smile. Promptly on time. Well then, shall we, my friends? Certainly. Indeed. He leads you into a room that... I imagine in both Oliver and Cornelius's case, uh, maybe even more so, so Cornelius, that you wish you had at home. Oh, mm. it's super nice. The chamber is maybe 20 feet wide, 30 feet long. Bookshelves line the walls here, showcasing the fact that the Lothids have this well-earned reputation for producing powerful arcane spellcasters. And you can only assume, assume 200 years, generations of arcanists, Magi, wizards, have studied their arts in this very laboratory, this palace's arcane laboratory. Still and lead panels cover most of the walls here. Oh. As if to make certain that there is no accidental damage to the rest of the palace yep. from any experimental <laughs> magical effects. The walls are lined with various books. A large table is here uh, with two guest chairs already at it. And you're going to guess Bartleby's rather comfortable looking leather chair uh, mm. pulled away from the desk he has in one corner to face that. Off towards the left hand side is a much disused, but still you think impeccably kept full alchemist lab. Mm. Hmm. This is an impressive setup. <laughs> I wish I could take a responsibility for it. The uh, families have uh, have kept this up for many, many years. Hmm. My uncle, Panavar, has done a great deal to expand it as well. It is quite the impressive collection. Well, thank you. Again, I'd be more than happy to share from my own spellbooks, uh, if you would so wish. I don't have a great deal of extra ink on hand, but if you have something that you're interested in, I'm certain I could have some ordered for you and delivered here. Right. I appreciate that. Cornelius tries to give Oliver a look that says, we're keeping this when Bartleby gets kicked out. <laughs> <laughs> this is not going with him. I mean, yeah. <laughs> oh, it's, 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 the, it's the mother load of, of magical treasure. Oh, my God. So settling down with him. Uh, first off, actually, I allow either of you, if you so wish, to make me um, make me an intelligence roll. Oh, just straight, straight intelligence. intelligence. Straight intelligence. Right. 
I have some of that. I just can't roll. I roll a three for a seven. Uh, Oliver comes in with a 17 for a 20. Good man. <laughs> Cornelius and Oliver, you're probably both a little distracted by one facet, which is, again, the walls here are covered in uh, not just various tomes of esoteric lore and knowledge. Uh, mechanically speaking, what any up-and-coming wizard would need to be able to access every one of the knowledge skills, which all wizards have access to. Yep. So there's like, here's the basics on the planes, here's the basics on geography, all the rest of that, with a much stronger focus on uh, arcane matters. There are also innumerable books in here focusing on the mastery of the arcane. So much so that this library has access to literally every first and second level arcane spell in existence. Wow! wow. That's a long list, y'all. <laughs> That's a lot. You can, in fact, actually even find a number of the spellbooks in here. Most of these have been personally, like, handwritten by Lothedes over the centuries. Basically, Shades. when a Lothed family member dies, their spellbook gets enshrined here. It's almost like a oh. mausoleum. Wow. That's a wow. heck of a collection, Jeez. then. I'm sure the Marisets probably do something kind of similar, but... Mm. Yeah. Uh, in addition to that, uh, some of these actually contain spells of up to fifth level. Wowzers. So you have a quick kind of impressive. glance around that. However, it's mostly when you, you sit down with Bartleby and start looking through uh, Bartleby's spell books. And I say books because he has numerous do contain uh, a variety of spells, although there are the ones that he is obviously well focused in. And so uh, since Oliver rolled a 20 for his intelligence, he's the one that it can actually like remember while he's glancing through there, kind of glancing through his spell book and picking out a couple <laughs> of them. I was hoping I could do something like this. Go ahead and bounce me a D8. Uh, I mean, that's average. It's a it's a four. Oliver, you are able to pick out what are his top four go-to spells. Mm. Um, I'm assuming you want from the highest level down. I would appreciate that. Just just in case we fight him, maybe? Yeah. it's a, There's a non-zero chance. Yeah, you can tell that the, the his spellbook, when he places it down, it like it's that thing where you have a well-read book where it naturally opens to certain yeah. pages mm. um, because the spine is so worn. You can tell that Vampiric Touch and Haste. See a oh lot of these. Oh. oh no! I mean, Ma Magus makes sense. Yeah, it does. Uh, in addition to that, you see with some surprise, considering again, you know that he's a, a Magus, although not necessarily a huge amount of surprise on one of these. Invisibility mm. seems to be kind of a staple for him, which you guess that makes some degree of sense. And uh, a very well-worn page is that of Mirror Image. Ah, yes. Yep. The best Good defensive well. spell. Yep. <laughs> yes. Oh, yeah. I have sure. that. Yeah, As a fun side note, like uh, while you're chatting with Bartleby, he does, uh, you know, mention that if you're interested in kind of uh, of coming here sometime and you know, maybe talking, going over some spells, practicing a few things that, uh, you know, he's mm. always interested in furthering his arcane knowledge. Fair enough. Cool. Uh, funny enough, there is a glass case set into the wall uh, that does contain a wand. Interesting. Hanging off of this wand attached, um, tied to it, is the activation word. Oh, it, does it have a break in case of emergency? It is a yeah. break in case of emergency wand of dispel magic. Whoa, <laughs> that's so, that's so smart. That that's is so smart. nice to have. Yeah. That's real smart in case you accidentally, you know, oh, I, I set fire to things. Yeah, it's a magic extinguisher. Yeah. I summoned a Cthulhu. Let me shatter this out. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> Go away. But yeah, you spend the next hour or so kind of enjoying this, uh, sitting up here, going through the spell mm. book, probably chatting about, you know, his interests and such. Uh, in the meantime... Uh, Verity and uh, Felix, I believe the two of you gather together that morning as well. Mm -hmm. Yep. Don't know if you want to invite Gwen to go pray. I don't think well, Gwen, Gwen doesn't worship Abadar or really care yeah, for Abadar weird. that much. I mean, we probably extend it to her, but know that she's 
not really interested. No, she would politely decline because, you know, she's going to say her own prayers to Regathiel and then she's got to do a warm up in case she needs to screech later on today. I'm just saying, <laughs> if ever you're going to during this party, it's probably during the hunt. You're just <laughs> running some scales. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yep. Do, re, mi, fa, so, la, ti. Do. No. <laughs> That's the song she's singing. Yes. Mm-hmm. No. <laughs> as as we pan we pan away not to the recital room but to the wide open mountains. <laughs> <laughs> but the two of you make your way out. Uh, make your way up the spiral staircase as well, up to the second floor. Um, again, that same servant that had uh, led Cornelius and Oliver had gone back over to uh, make certain the two of you got up without any issue. Uh, again, you're led to the same second floor hallway to the same parlor area. However, where they took the second door on the left, you actually take the first. Huh. Um, opening the first door on the uh, the left, making your way in, seeing a, a mirror image, as it were, um, as there's a, again, a waiting room on one side of you think Bartleby's office, according to what he had told you previously, uh, and then a waiting room on the other side of it, just to make sure that people that don't like each other don't have to wait together. So there are like three separate entrances into that office. Yep. They must deal with a lot of drama. <laughs> I mean, it, well, if you think about it for the Grand Prince, like, you yeah. know, if he's summering here and, and doing dispute resolution, that would make sense. Like, you have to yeah. put the Corsinas on one side and the Kastners on the other. And, <laughs> yeah. You know. Well, and you have to have entrances for like aides and all the rest of that stuff to come in. Then you have to have the double doors that are like, those are the doors the Grand Prince uses when he's coming and going and mm. all the rest of that. Um, again, I don't know the layout of the White House, but I think there are multiple doors into the Oval Office also. There are. Just so people can come and go. Uh, but you make your way in. Uh, again, there's a wide set of double doors off towards your left-hand side. There is a single door on the left-hand side past that. that. Curiously enough, as you make your way up here, you begin to approach closer. You can see, um, unlike most of the doors here, which are a simple, the door handle, all the door handles in this entire place um, are actually designed as lion heads Cute. for the doorknobs. Um, and all of them have a simple lock underneath it. This one actually has three like three keyholes set into oh, the wow. door handle. Interesting. You have no idea what that room is. They don't label anything. I try the doorknob. When it doesn't open, I let it go. An alarm goes off. Five guards run in. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> no. <laughs> but yeah, you open up the double doors off towards the left-hand side to see a uh, a rather nice, good-sized chapel, some 20 feet at a side, two rows of pews, four pews in total, separated with an aisle that runs down the center, leads its way up to... Uh, a massive statue, a life-size statue of Abadar. The statue itself is made of marble, although where there would be gold basically on the trim for his clothing, on the key around his neck, on the filigree of his crossbow that sits at his side, it is actually uh, leafed in gold. Hmm. Oh, fancy. That's pretty cool. While this is a chapel dedicated to Abadar, there are also uh, the shrine off towards the right-hand side is a beautiful statue of the goddess Shalen. Um, sitting on the edge of a bench, uh, surrounded by blooming roses and songbirds. I mean, that feels appropriate. Sweet. Go ahead and make me, I know this means nothing for Verity, but go ahead and make me a spellcraft roll. My, what fine yet rustic architecture. (laughs) (laughs) I got an 18 for a 24. And uh, go ahead and have Felix and Verity both make me a sense motive. Sense motive? How odd. Um... How odd? Oh, dear. Oh my, a plus two if someone's lying to me. Oh, a 16 for a 23. I got a 12 for a 23. Ah, high five. Stepping in here. This room has dangerous intentions. Yes, the statue (laughs) animates, hops down. Oh Oh God, punches you in the face. See, we can't trust you anymore. (laughs) (laughs) 
Felix, you feel a wash of comfort when you step into this room. And after a couple of seconds, you realize that that's because this is not just a chapel. This place is consecrated. Wow. Oh. Oh. This is actually okay. holy ground as you step that's in wow. here. You feel that kind of tingling sensation where you're just like, oh, I feel protected. I feel better in here. Yeah. It does contain a shrine, an altar, or other permanent fixture dedicated to your deity. So this actually applies to both of you. Hey. Nice. Meaning that, uh, yeah, you get a plus six bonus to uh, positive energy uh, DCs and uh, any undead creatures that attempted to come in here would get a minus two penalty on attack rolls, damage rolls, and saves against you. Wow. <laughs> Hopefully that's not foreshadowing. But yeah, you just feel this this roll of uh, <laughs> consecration roll over you. And as it does so, with both of you, with your, uh, your dueling sense motive checks, <laughs> you feel comfort here that seems to be beyond what you're necessarily expecting. It's kind of like that there was a tenseness almost like you were clenching a fist and didn't realize it until someone told you. There's a strange tenseness in your shoulder that the moment you walk in here, it's strange to define it this way. You're basically sensing motive on yourself that you hadn't realized that you'd felt slightly uneasy since the moment you walked into this building until you stepped into this room. Oh, that's disconcerting. Do you feel that? Yes, I feel good, and that's disconcerting. Well, no, that it, like, I just realized how uncomfortable I was. Why are we so uncomfortable? I mean, obviously, many things are uncomfortable here, but... Well, we passed through the magic when we first arrived, but I figured that was just a security measure. There's magic? Didn't you feel it when we first arrived? Like a tingle, almost. (laughs) She says, the only (laughs) non-magic user. (laughs) No, I, I I, mean, outside of it just being, you know, a typical stifling noble party. You mean there's a tingle I should be feeling? Well, no, when we first arrived, we passed through some sort of magical barrier of some kind. Oh, well, what was it for? Oh, well, I don't know. I assumed it was a security measure. Oh, That's well, why I'm confused now. Aren't you one of those that just suss those things out? Well, I'm not a wizard. Well, I don't know. I wasn't going to detect cast detect magic. It'd be so gauche. Yeah, right. <laughs> Should we suss it? Should we finish our prayer and then go suss? Well, you suss mostly. I'll stand by and provide moral support. I mean, I would like a few answers, that's for sure. All right, well, oh, this room is great. We should stay here. <laughs> well, it does, it does make me feel like Abadar is watching over us a bit. Yes, I feel relaxed in here. I didn't realize I was so stressed out, but apparently I was. But yeah, imagine you uh, you do your morning prayers. Um, enjoy your time here in this uh, this beautiful chapel. I mean, Verity's prayer is really just like, hey there, bud. And then uh, she just kind of hangs out and waits for Felix. <laughs> Again, and uh, Gwen, of course, if you want to, you can uh, avail yourself of the uh, the music room. Or not music room, the recital room. I mean, she probably will just because it has better acoustics. Hmm. Not a bad idea. As a lover of good acoustics, I understand. <laughs> it's a hazard to the job. Which is rather easy to reach as you make your way uh, out from the guest quarters uh, down the long hallway to the uh, the gallery. Uh, which has a very various beautiful pictures over the surrounding walls, and then uh, into the recital room, which is again off of the grand hall. Hop up on stage if you so wish. Sure, why not? Get the best acoustics. A couple of the uh, the nobles that are getting ready upon hearing you sing kind of make their way over and uh, enjoy the performance. Oh, okay, that's unexpected, but sure. Well, they've showed up <laughs> a little bit early, and then they're out on the veranda, and they're like, "Oh, who's singing?" And then they make their way in. <laughs> mm. They must be singing for me. Hmm. Of course. The world revolves around me, so of course they are. Gwen, I imagine, would probably be the first to return back to the guest rooms, basically to just powder up real quick before making your way off to breakfast. As you're doing so, 
you see uh, Earl Mercondus making his way down the hall, accompanied by three of his servants uh, who are carrying a number of bags and uh, travel trunk. Mm. Earl smiles as he makes his way past. Good morning, Viscountess. Good morning, Earl. Are you leaving the Jubilee early? Ah, yes, I'm afraid that I have business that I must attend to. But I've already bid good morning and extended my thanks to our gracious host. Well, safe travels. To you as well. I'd hoped that we'd have more of an opportunity to speak, but uh, I'm afraid that business calls. I understand. (laughs) Of course. He smiles, uh, extends a hand to take yours. Gwen will offer it. (laughs) (laughs) Gwen's like, uh, twist my arm. He kisses the back of it, looks up towards you. So he's kind of like kneeled, you know, using one one hand with his cane to brace himself. Mm. I do hope that as this unpleasant political situation continues to change and escalate, that we find ourselves on the same side. I suppose that time will tell. Well then, if nothing else, I wanted to simply uh, extend my thanks for the evening's conversation. If you will uh, give my apologies to your companions, I'm afraid that uh, I will have to miss them. A great deal of ground to cover between here and Yanmas. I'm sure they'll understand. And perhaps we might see one another at the uh, Kith again for another performance. I hear the up-and-coming student body is quite skilled. Well, they always are. Gwen smiles. You just you don't get into the Kith by not having some talent. Yeah, <laughs> that's true. It's not like you turn in your bottle caps and they let you in. <laughs> Dakota ring. <laughs> Good day. To you as well. They're all turns and continues making his way off where you can see, like looking out the window as you're making your way up towards the front, you can see that his carriage is rolled around to the front, pulled by six large horses. So obviously intending to make some distance rather quickly. Did he say um, what business he had in Yanmas? Because we've seen, uh, there was somebody else that mentioned, oh, it was Lady Crab I mean, said she had Lady Crab has family in Yanmas. Yeah, yeah. What's going on up in Yanmas? Mm, good question. That's in my prefecture. From where y'all are right now, which is the Palace of Birdsong, uh, Yan Moss is north and east from here. Uh, a distance of approximately some 400 miles or so. Maybe longer if you go around the Viridian Forest, right? Hmm. Yes. Um, and unfortunately, going around the uh, Verduan Forest is really your only option because otherwise, well, you're kind of six one way, half a dozen the other. You either have to try to go through the Verduan Forest, which is difficult in a carriage because there aren't many roads. Um, it's kind of its own thing, especially the uh, southern fruit and forest. But your alternative is to go through Karis. And Karis Prefecture is not a very safe place at the best of times and is in almost outright revolt between the various factions vying for the crown right now. And you wonder why my family has a permanent teleportation circle to Opara to just skip that. (laughs) Fair. (laughs) Nope. (laughs) I suppose after that, uh, all of you gather together and then uh, make your way out. To continue that the, the Earl Jubilee. is leaving, so sad. Yeah. <laughs> no one will miss you. Goodbye. <laughs> <laughs> we know a lost cause when we see one, y'all. I mean, he was perfectly nice outside of being. You know. I didn't like. He. I, I was like okay with him until it was the whole consolidation of power, uh, yeah, and then he lost me. Like, and I was like, this is no. classic noble stuff. I mean, it's it true. is, but that doesn't mean I have to like it. It's true. <laughs> but he's. I mean, ultimately fine. Not a demon or anything. Mm-hmm. Well, he's sure. not a demon, no. Not that, not you're that we know of. <laughs> I wish he was. Proverbial, not literal demon. Mm. Um, we have to go and suss out some magic. Well, first we have to brunch. <laughs> and uh, technically speaking, all of the spellcasters already got a check whenever they went through the gate to determine that magic and felt the... Yeah. Ah, okay. 
Yeah, none of us know what it is. Well, Verity doesn't know anything about how you guys work. She just assumes that you should be able to figure out what it is. That's what you're supposed to be able to do, right? <laughs> <laughs> if only it was so simple. Pretty when it comes to magic, I'm something of a hack, really. Oliver, Gwen swats you softly on the shoulder. <laughs> Any magic skill is impressive considering how even the simplest spells require quite a bit of concentration. Mm. I mean, you study to gain your magic. I just sing. Uh. Regardless, there is a lot of practice involved. Why are we being so self-deprecating? We're all amazing and fabulous. <laughs> You're from a grand house. <laughs> I won't hear it. I mean, that has nothing to do with me, though. I need I a mimosa. Have... It does. Now shush. <laughs> <laughs> Somebody clearly drank too much and woke up a little hungover. Also, um, that uh, I need a mimosa thing just reminded me a whole lot of, um, oh, what's her name? Uh, who plays Archer's mom? Oh, Mallory. Uh, yeah. um, oh, gosh. What is her name? That's she was not also in Arrested vibe. Development. Um, no, I was thinking of the mom off of uh, Arrested Development. No, that's yeah. the same oh, person. Yeah. Same person. Yeah. What is a banana? Oh. Yeah, Jessica like $10. Walter. Jessica yeah. Walter, yes. Yeah. But that does begin the Tanager Jubilee Day 2. So Purple Finch gathers all of you and begins to lead you back, uh, informing you that uh, brunch basically begins at 9. Um, we'll go on for about two hours. It's mostly socializing, light eating, all the rest of that stuff. Uh, the hunt prep will begin at 11, which is when you're going to be changing into your uh, hunting garb. Or mm. doing mm. something else. Or doing something else. The hunt will then go for four hours until the hunters are expected to return by four o'clock, at which point everyone will have a chance to get the uh, get the dust off of yourselves. At which point you'll be expected to change. Uh, basically, you're in your quarter year's outfit now. You'll be expected to change into your riding outfit for the hunt. Uh, mm -hmm. You'll then be back into your noble outfit for the Feast of the Hunter, which will take place following that mm. for whoever is the greatest hunter of the day. Ah, and I then uh, after right, that, you'll have the... We got another try. Starting at eight o'clock uh, will be the masquerade prep, which is where everyone leaves to go get into their masquerade outfits. Uh, and then the masquerade, which starts at nine and technically runs until uh, uh, wow. two in the morning. Jeez. That is a long... That is... Five, five hours, hours of masquerade. Five masquerade. hours? Oof. Yep. Gwen is so excited. Actually, what kind of hunt are we doing? I, you don't know hunt. <laughs> it just says hunt. Okay, That's I like what that I it's hunting. It could be anything from quail to cockatrice. What yeah. do you typically hunt at the Jubilee? That's, these are the questions that I'm asking as I sit my mimosa. Yeah. Please be a bow hunting thing. Please be a bow mm. hunting thing. But making your way out onto, uh, basically out onto the grounds, uh, you make your way into the garden in the back. Exit off of the veranda. Keep an eye out for any tripwires for crossbows. Oh, <laughs> yes, actually, yeah. As you make your true. way down to the uh, the fountain in the back, the setup here today is curious. Okay, uh -oh. I don't like the sound of that. How did he make brunch curious? <laughs> <laughs> it's just brunch. So breakfast tables have been arranged off toward the right and left hand side. Uh, simple tables with white tablecloths and uh, doilies. The whole nine yards. The whole setup for all of them. A variety of, uh, of food stuff ready for a, a scrumptious breakfast. Bartleby is already socializing, um, having donned, uh, has been, having basically pulled down his sleeves, put on his mm. uh, cufflinks, donned his jacket, overseeing everything as uh, servants make their way out and are uh, pouring buckets into the fountain in the center. Buckets um, another of? servant comes out and places down something that rattles loudly this chest off towards the side as he welcomes everyone. Oh, God. Extending his arms. Good morning, lords and ladies. I hope that everyone had a pleasant rest. We know at least uh -huh. one person didn't. <laughs> yep. Look over at Cornelius and say, what's wrong with your face? <laughs> I already Verity. picked him. 
Cornelius looks over and then like begins feeling on his face to see if he has something on you it. You have dark he's like, circles. What? What's wrong with you? I had those removed by magic. I'll have you know. <laughs> <laughs> no, they're kind the of mechanical effects. <laughs> it's very ah, hard to get rid of dark circles as a millennial. Why are you wearing makeup, Cornelius? <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I just reach over just a little under the eyes. Just a little under the eyes. Your foundation is uneven, Cornelius. What's wrong? <laughs> <laughs> well, I had to. I, I didn't have the correct skin tone. I'm so sallow. <laughs> God. But the count smiles. We'll, of course, be beginning our hunt here shortly. And I pray that those who are interested will, of course, be participating. However, we have a fun game prepared for breakfast this morning. Oh, God. A game for oh, breakfast. Good. Gwen whispers into her mimosa. Yep, yeah, this is everyone. <laughs> all of us look up and make eyes at each other with, oh, no, what uh, now? Yeah, yeah. This is not going to be good. It's going to be Surely terrible. there's not a humanoid in that box. <laughs> oh, God. Oh, no. Are we playing bobbing for, for brunch? Are they pouring in like our breakfast items? I cannot bob for brunch with this makeup. Are you insane? <laughs> exactly, yeah. <laughs> our chefs have decided to prepare for today a spitchcock. A what? A what? Interesting. Spitchcock. Okay. Is that like a pigeon? What is this? All of you being Talday nobles would know what a spitchcock is. A spitchcock uh-huh. is specifically an ill that is split, Ew. cut into pieces, and boiled or fried. Okay, I mean, Ew. I do like eel, okay. but... Uh, Nasty, I'm not going mean, to eat that in real life, but okay. Yeah, I mean, not, yeah. not a real life thing, but okay. But of course, That's especially for those of us who will not be uh, participating oh, in the, uh, the hunt itself, he gestures back to the large fountain, the large circular fountain, oh where you God. can now see slithering black shapes inside oh. the water. No, he did not. The servant <laughs> next so to him extra. opens this footlocker full of miniature harpoons. Oh my oh goodness, God. this is actually kind of delightful. We're going eel fishing? I want to go do the hunt now. Varys on board. <laughs> I'm ready to do this. This seems crazy. What is happening? All of our, all of our delicate people don't want to go harpoon eels. Varys is suddenly kind of stoked. <laughs> like, this isn't, this isn't as bad as I was expecting. It's just weird. It's it is weird. Odd. I certainly agree with that uh, this, uh, it's harmless except for to the eels yeah he, he i give him points for originality but this was not in the direction <laughs> you wanted to be originally <laughs> we're literally like shooting fish in a barrel and a, a fountain and a fountain <laughs> many harpoons prepared just for this occasion are these our favorites can we take them home with us <laughs> oh my god yes, okay man. does this mean that we're having eel for dinner too like no, we'll we're having have eel we and then we'll have whatever hunt. you guys brought back and you know mm. and a whole thing It'll be a regular feast. So yeah, Make there are eels here. Mechanically speaking, for those of you who wish to step forward and engage in the game, which is how you're going to get breakfast. What? Do we Wait, have to I'm, catch I'm, an I'm eel sorry, to get what? breakfast? Well, they have others, mandatory? but uh, if you want ill, which is kind of what they're planning on preparing, yeah, the expectation is that you're going to uh, to spear an ill. I love the idea of making these noble people who just got all dolled up splashing around, throwing these harpoons to get breakfast. You're not splashing around. You're standing three feet back from a fountain and hurling a spear into a giant fountain <laughs> full of uh, eels. But still, we're having to work for breakfast. Delightful. Uh, but it's uh, a game. It's, it's bracing. Yes. Can I use mage hand? <laughs> so mechanically speaking, getting into this real quick, these are harpoons in the vaguest terms possible. Um, mm. Mechanically speaking, these basically count as spears. Okay. So if you do have something like weapon-focused spear or something like that, uh, you'll be fine. Nope. I don't. But Not as such, these are simple weapons as far as proficiencies are concerned. 
The only difference is, is that these are miniature spears. And this is not as in like they are a small size spear and you'll take a size penalty or something like that. It's more in that they only do a D3 of damage. Mm. Not something you're really going to have to worry deal. about too much. You're just mostly skewering a ill. I was going to mm-hmm. say, I imagine these eels have one hit point. So as far as this game is concerned, you have three spears that you may throw to see whether or not you can skewer something. Awesome. If you manage to skewer something, you may also keep throwing to see if you can skewer things to gift to other oh. nobles. Oh, I see how If this you're goes. particularly good. I mm. see, I see. Okay. Yeah, so it's going to be a base attack bonus plus your uh, dexterity modifier because it's a thrown weapon. Um, it does a D3 uh, plus your strength modifier damage in case you care. Uh, for those uh, of you that really want to hurl it. Point blank shot help at all with this? Oh, yeah. It's fish in a fountain. All right. Point blank shot will definitely apply. All right. Fair enough. <laughs> all right. As Oliver's like, haha, finally. Yeah. (laughs) Um, I suppose, uh, I guess let's do a quick uh, round table. I guess we'll start with, I imagine Felix would probably be the first up. I mean, I guess. All right. I do get a plus five on this. All right. You do archery. I do do archery. (laughs) (laughs) I got a net 20. Wow, do you too? Yeah, I feel like you should get two for that. So with a perfect 20, it means that you managed to skewer an extra large eel. Totally speaking, you critically hit, uh, skewering through uh, one of the largest of the eels, much to everyone's applause. Oh my, yes. You then take, because again, there's a thread that goes off of the back of these spears. So you then reel it in, at which point it is taken by one of these servants who takes it off towards the side and gets ready to prep it. And you're given your second spear. All right, I guess I'll try again. You have impressed. Let's hope. Hopefully I can keep that up, which is hey. not bad. I got a 15 for a 20. Yeah, that is nice. ill number two as you throw wow. a second spear in, skewering another ill. Roll again. You get a third spear. Oh, that one. No, I only got a three ah. for an eight. Still, you do manage to uh, to procure two ills, uh, one for hmm. yourself, and you may gift the other if you so wish. Uh, how about I gift it to our gracious host because we to need him on our freaking good side. Yeah. <laughs> All right. Mechanically speaking, you will get a plus one bonus during brunch to any uh, checks to influence Bartleby. Fair okay. enough. I mean, I, you should give him the bigger eel because with an 18 strength, he's going to need to keep it, you know, keep that muscle yeah, mass up. Cornelius. <laughs> he eats the protein. Yeah. He already had his protein shake this morning. <laughs> <laughs> okay. The whole time you guys were like, you're all reading spellbooks and everything. He's just sitting there just chugging on like a, like a gallon jug of protein He's powder. got his spellbook over and in front of him, and he's just got like, you know, this arm weights just the entire time. And he's just <laughs> lifting while he's reading his spellbook. Kind of gets Offers it over to Cornelius. <laughs> and it's like, and he grabs it and it just like hits the ground and drags him down. <laughs> Oliver City there's like, that's, that's efficient. I should start doing that. <laughs> yeah, actually, that's not a bad idea. <laughs> You're off to the side reading, and he's like hanging upside down by his knees from one of those bars, doing like the curls. Oh yeah, doing the, the curls. Yeah, <laughs> I'm gonna get one of those like um, uh, grip things so you can like improve your grip. While oh yeah, you're, little like, reading. Yeah. All right. So I suppose th- stepping up next would be Oliver. All right. Fair enough. Let's do this. You're a spear guy. I am a spear guy. I don't technically have spear training yet, which I wish I did, but that's all right. <laughs> hey, Soon. I don't have any training, and I did all right. Let's yeah. see here. Point blank shot. Let's go. Ugh, that's not a good start, though. That's a five for an 11. Uh, an 11, unfortunately, does not hit, hit an ill as you uh, you have the spear and throw it in there. The little wiggly guys dart past yeah, it. Yeah. Mm. You reel right. it back in. Let's try again. Uh, it's better. It's an eight for a 14. Unfortunately, just misses Ugh. your second ill as you're oh, like, man. Ah, I'm in my head. All right. All right. Let's try again. It's going to be really funny if I don't actually get any. (laughs) Uh, (laughs) 
This is like sadly over to Imagine it's a jester. <laughs> Mr. Smiley <laughs> is coming after us. Just uh, picture that. You miss entirely. Strike one of the jesters. <laughs> hey, look at that. It's that like it worked. 17 for a 23. So nice. there we go. We a 23. One. You scare yourself and ill. You will have breakfast. Nice. You will eat today. Yeah. This is like one of those like K-pop like reality shows where they have to like do the games in order to get their food. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> oh dear. Uh, but yeah, Oliver, you do walk. Unfortunately, you don't walk away with an extra one, but you do walk yeah. away with an ill. So you do hey, have breakfast. Uh, better than nothing, I guess. Let's go ahead and uh, we'll take care of uh, Verity next. Um, Verity's gonna heft uh, this tiny little thing and throw it. Yeah, I'm gonna get an eight for a sixteen. 16 skewers and ill as you spear one uh, yeah. first nice. try. Jeez, you have a plus eight bonus? Well, I have four, a four dex and a four base attack. Wow. She's a dex fighter. Yeah, <laughs> I'm a dex based fighter, baby. Dang. Like, I'm in my you element see now. it in the joust because that's not a dex based sport. <laughs> yeah. Yep. True. Like, I could skewer eels all day long. I had to do this a lot. Insert Mulan training montage. <laughs> Roll a 16 for a 24. Jeez, that's two nice. eels. I'll figure out who to give these to later. Not a stranger to. Uh, What's this called? She give one to Spitchcock? Voinum. Spitchcock. Spitchcock. Oh, she beat me. Um, she got three. Eight. No, not an eight. A ten for an eighteen. Uh, three right, for three as you, uh, as you wow, well are sitting here. You're washing eels. You you have an overabundance huh. of eels. So many eels. Yeah. <laughs> give, 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 give one to Voinum. An explosion of eels. And then I'll hang yeah. on to one just to see how the rest of the party does. <laughs> Very well. So uh, Voinum would graciously accept it. Yeah, I haven't had a yeah, chance to say hi to her Respect your elders. Well, in addition to that, this is a traditional Taldane mill and all the rest of the stuff like tradition she's like oh thank you you know back in my day we used to do this in the pond outside of the uh you know the estate oh, that sounds delightful it was much harder than this because it was muddy water and also a much larger body of water and of we course. use real spears but yes next time next time next time now come to your estate we'll hunt eels yes delightful <laughs> some of them are six feet long and have electricity powers <laughs> okay, okay flatsman jetsam but i suppose from there uh what do we do gwen next gwen will step up yay do it. Come on, the girls do are whooping it. up. Let's keep yeah, that you gotta, going. You got to get two so you can give one to uh, Sir Grosain. That's true. He'll drink its blood right in front of you. Uh, that's a miss. I believe that is a four. Ah. Yeah. Mm. He's not Gollum. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, that's uh is wiggling. <laughs> <laughs> uh, you get your second spear, though. Uh, so yeah. that was a four for an eight. It's uh, so a five for a nine. Ouch. Yep. Okay, again, picture a jester, a Mr. Smiley, and just imagine punching the smile off He's his face. He's holding that sickle up to his mouth. <laughs> Doing the smile. Okay. Do it. Ah. Hey. hey. 18 for an 18. Hey. Why is Gwen, that working? <laughs> Gwen will also get to eat breakfast as uh, Gwen manages to spear on her last one. Reels that in. There's a blind yeah, applause from everyone. Going, picture jesters, just Cornelia not the nice steps ones. Up. Rachel mm. has a real yeah, life. Like, does it, don't think about Purple like Finch. Think, of it, think about Mr. Smiles. Mr. Yeah. Smiles. All right, Cornelius. Wow. It's a 17 for a 22. <laughs> Why is it working? I don't know. Rachel's suspicions for the win. Superstitions, I guess. Cornelius is like, actually, this is a weapon I'm proficient with. And <laughs> starts really it. You know how few though, there are of those. Um, yes. All right. Uh, all right. Mr. That's Smiles. One. That's a two for a seven. You scared yeah. me. I got in my own head. You pulled in that one. And it was still wiggling. It scared you. So um, <laughs> you threw off your next shot. Sure. Okay. We'll go with that. Oh, God. Oh, they wriggle so much. It's unnatural. <laughs> Apparently, they don't have snakes up north. Uh, wow, then there's a 19 for a 24 <laughs> wow. on the yeah. last one. Yeah. Verity hands her eel over to 
second additional eel over to um, Felix and says, you should give this to the Tribune. But you should do it because honestly, I don't want to talk to her and you're better with Is the Tribune here? Yeah, I was going to say, is she even here? Okay. Yeah, she shows up for meals. Mm. <laughs> She's here for the free food. She likes food, and also it, it's more your thing than my thing. But I want to win her over for reasons. She might give us more help or something. Here you go. Yeah, like is she even paying attention? Like, would she realize that this isn't my eel? Probably not. Okay. I mean, again, a lot of people are getting kind of like two eels out of. They're not exceptionally large eels, so. Uh, yeah, I'll definitely. Know, that's a good a idea, breakfast. though. I'll take it over to the Tribune. Uh, yeah, so that'll give you a plus one bonus with the Tribune, and uh, Cornelius also has an extra ill. Oh, gosh, who am I going to give that to? Um, um, Lady Crab. She's already friendly. I was going to say, one, she's already helpful. No, Let's see, y'all we need are to mean. Get y'all are just throwing her to the curb now that we got what we wanted. That's mean. Well, Verity, <laughs> this is exactly how Verity see, plays this game. we've influenced Voinum and Bartleby. Um, <laughs> I already, we already and, gave one to Voinum. Yeah, yeah. No, Kara's already helpful, too, so that's like everybody She's that's a big lady. Our... She needs a big meal. You, th- you think Voinum needs a... It depends on who you're going to talk to because it's a bonus Yeah, it depends on you. who you're going to talk to, yeah. I am the best at talking to Bartleby, but he already got a fish, so... He also is a big dude, and he needs lots of meals. He needs <laughs> lots of protein. Yeah, same argument. <laughs> Need lots of protein. All right, I will give it to our uh, gracious host. Your gracious uh, host. Bartleby. So, you all spear your ills. Don't come after us, Peta. <laughs> They're not real. No ills were harmed in the making of this. None of us no, actually sorry, eel. No maybe. actual eels. Imagine eels were slaughtered by the hundreds. <laughs> sure. So, for your spitchcock, you, you all gather yourselves together. Sit down. Throw them in the deep fryer. Air fryer. But you make your way over to your table. All of you gather together at a table kind of on your own. So the cooks then take the eels. This is a whole presentation, by the way. It's kind oh, of like, okay. it's like, oh, we got For to do that. And, and now they're doing a little presentation. Yeah. They then take them. Sorry, my brain kept going. Um, was Mary Riley? Was that the movie? Yes, with, with uh, the eel thing? Yes. Yeah. The, it was a... Mary Riley was John Malkovich was playing Dr. Jekyll and Mr. Hyde and Julia Roberts. Julia Roberts was playing the maid Mary Riley. And there's a scene in that where they're like skinning. um, It's basically Dr. Jekyll and Mr. Hyde fan fiction from from the perspective of one of the maids in the house named Mary Riley. And they made a movie. It's a really good book. The movie is pretty good, too. Yeah. Anyway, there is an ill scene where they're like skinning ills and doing all the rest of that stuff. If I remember correctly, like she and John Malkovich like hated each other. That wouldn't Mm. surprise me. Yeah. (laughs) Yeah. It's an awkward movie. It is a John Malkovich sex scene. It's an awkward movie. (laughs) That is weird. Okay then. That's my, oh no, I don't want to see that in my brain. (laughs) You settle down. So the cooks start by cleaning the ill, uh, removing the slime from the skin by rubbing it with salt, rinsing it in cold water. Uh, They then gut the ill. Gross. Very impressive display. This is disgusting. Cleaning it out. They then splay it open and debone it carefully, leaving the flesh intact, but leaving the skin on it. Hmm. At which point it is coated in a mixture of oil, lemon juice, salt, and pepper. Uh, after this, the cooks have uh, set up small grills beside the table uh, where you can watch them as they grill your ill skin on. Are we doing Korean barbecue up in here? Well, we're yeah. not grilling it. They're grilling it. The head is left intact. Uh, mouth still agape uh, when it is placed back onto the, uh, the plate. Eels are scary looking. At which point it is, uh, each of you are provided with your eel uh, is placed in front of the diners, uh, garnished with lemon wedges and parsley sauce and accompanied by grilled potatoes, tomatoes, and mushrooms, as well as toast and poached eggs. Hmm. Cool. I would not eat this in real life. But... No, I was going to say in real life, I would not be eating this. <laughs> You're provided fun. coffee and uh, black tea. I would give eel a try. 
It was Honestly, pretty good. Um, I've never had eel. I would. I really. Yeah. But I. I mean, I like a lot of other seafood. So I imagine. Mm. I mean, I like clam and other stuff yeah. that most people think in scallops. I just don't like other... wiggly things. Yeah, I wouldn't mm. go near this with a ten foot pole. I've had eel um, as part of sushi, but that's yeah, it. sushi's where I've had eel. Like eel sauce. I do like eel sauce. Eel sauce is delicious. Which yeah. I don't think I don't it's even has made anything with to do with actual I have, yeah, eels. I have no idea if it actually has <laughs> eels in it. But yeah, and then uh, over breakfast, everyone starts to uh, basically the assembled no- nobles will either brag of their hunting or tracking prowess or their families and such. Interestingly enough, it's a maximum of 10 gold pieces, uh, but money starts exchanging hands um, <gasps> as people start to go start to bet on. Uh, there's already some money exchanging hands as people were like betting on who brings in the uh, the largest ill. Mm. There's also yeah, money exchanging hands now on. Uh, uh, funny enough, it was Felix because Felix yeah. is the one that rolled a perfect 20. Yeah, Ooh. nice one. Good job, Felix. I will say, I anytime gambling is brought up, I always think of the mummy, where I only gamble with my life, never my money. Sure. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. But now there's uh, some bets going around on like who's going to bring back the uh, um, the biggest catch of the day. Well, what kind as of hunting are hunt. we talking about? You don't have details yet. Apparently, you're going to have I'm to wait until the, uh, the hunt prep begins. Well, I'm going to go ahead and put 10 gold down on Verity. But oh God. <laughs> 10 gold on Verity. All right. Verity's yeah. like, I don't put money down on things that I don't have details for. The uh, putting money down is on teams because uh, most of the uh, hunting will be done in teams. Oh, okay. You are the purple okay. team. Okay, purple. So you, so you can put money down on yourself. Yeah, it I feels don't know a little weird, though, when it's yet. also myself. So I, I don't know <laughs> hey, if I hey. would actually do it at that point. Hey, you were second place in the joust. I was, but joust and, joust and hunt are very different. We did good when we were children. I feel like it's more sporting than going and spearing <laughs> eel in a fountain. Mm. So I was about to say though, you did very well on that. So eh. I can hit an eel. Fine, I'll, I'll keep the ten gold. Ten gold bets on there. Ten gold. Oh, ten right. gold. Ten gold on purple. <laughs> Got it. Because I'm betting on myself, and I know I'm going to lose now. Uh, <laughs> hey, hey. Get part off of the, the team. team. If you think that way? I kick you. <laughs> It's a vote of confidence in the in your team's ability to hunt. It's true. I am very confident in the rest of my team. You're so confident you're putting your hard-won gold. I really do think it's just you and I. It's just Oliver and Verity. That's fine. I put all my confidence into Verity. Oh, God. It's too much pressure. Why are you so negative against your own abilities, man? I mean, if it's something that we're shooting, I could probably be okay. Yeah, we'll I, was say, I don't, I don't know. know what we're hunting to know yeah. if, I, if it's a, if it's strength based or if it's we're dex hunt- based. Knowing Bartleby, we're hunting the most dangerous game. Okay? Uh, oh my god, <laughs> halflings! Yeah, halflings okay are the that. most dangerous game. <laughs> Better not be. I'm going to be so upset. No, we're we're, we're going to start this revolution early if that's the yeah. case. Yeah. <laughs> oh look, Bartleby, you happen to be part of the hunt. Jess, what was that that, uh, that K-drama that we saw where the guy was a chef and went back in time and they actually did a thing where the servants were running around and they were shooting them with little like arrows full oh, of paint? Mr. Queen. Mr. Yeah, Queen, Yeah, literally yes. the servant, they were shooting them with the equivalent of like paint, paint guns, but they were like paint yeah. arrows. Oh, interesting. Yeah. So they knew who got what and all of them had like what creature they were on it oh, for no. the point values. Oh, it was weird. So uh, I suppose then... You do have a social round. You actually have two. So uh, I mm-hmm. guess quick round table. Verity, you are talking to... I'll go talk to Voynum for a second. Okay, yeah. so you're going to chat up Voynum. All right, what about Cornelius? I'm going to go chat up Bartleby. All right, Bartleby. And what about Gwen? Gwen's going to find Ghoul this, at the first round, at least, and say good morning and get her flirt on. Okay, go chat <laughs> up the uh, the Inquisitor. He's outside in the sunlight, so we know he's not he a outside in the sun. He was outside in the sunlight walker. yesterday, too. <laughs> yeah, either that or he has an enchantment of some kind. Yeah. <laughs> Ask him about the protection magic, because there's something weird going on with that. I'm sure that Felix and I would have conveyed that to everyone. Mm. Felix? Uh, Felix is going to go talk to the Tribune. Okay. And Oliver. 
I feel like I also want to talk to Voinum, at least to start with. So I suppose let's start with Voinum, uh, which has uh, Oliver and uh, Verity, Verity both going over to uh, chat her up. So yep, uh, are we chatting or are we uh, discovering? You still don't know where her strengths are. Uh, I'm chatting. True. I want to talk about the ride, really. I want to use ride. So I want to talk maybe about like the hunt and horses and cool riding trails in the area, that sort of thing. Yeah. I mean, I'll continue to talk about the county because um, Knowledge Local is really my go-to for this one. All right. Well, then, yeah, both of you can go ahead and uh, bounce me a, uh, a ride and a Knowledge Local, respectively. Mm, garbage roll. I rolled a two for a 12. Ah, that's unfortunate. Um, well, you know. I did manage a 15 for a 26. Hey, nice. Uh, so the two for the 12, unfortunately, will not mm-hmm. succeed. Um, the 26, however, does, and in fact, succeeds by more than five, granting you two Yay. successes. Woo! Woot. Excellent. Inch, inch, inching your way up to her no longer being unfriendly. Hey. <laughs> We're getting Man, there. Man, she is hard to convince. You're getting there. Yeah. Well, again, you've you've known her for less than 24 hours. It's just true. Kind of like, we're winning her over. We're, we're doing at the a same charm time. Offensive. It's just like, but we're only trying to convince her to be indifferent. Like we just want yeah. you to, <laughs> like, to not actually dislike us. Yeah, <laughs> she's set in her ways. Yeah. And so, in the meantime, I believe uh, Cornelius is going to go and chat with uh, Count Lothied. Yep. Okay. So I'm getting the plus two for being a practitioner of magic. That is uh, correct. Plus one from the eel that I gave him. Am I getting the plus one to checks to influence him because I was willing to share spell books with him? Yes. Sweet. Okay, so that is going to be an overall plus four. Nice. My Arcana check. That is a 13 for a 28. A nice. 28 succeeds. It, in fact, exceeds the DC by 10. Woo! Uh, technically by 12. But nice. uh, does grant you a total of three successes towards influencing Bartleby Lothied. Is this man still indifferent? Because I swear to God. He is on the cusp. <laughs> ah, we did knock him down a couple of points yesterday. Yeah, we, hunt. we knocked yeah, him. Yeah, That's no true. more uh, trying to sabotage other people. It was just was too, like, the temptation just... I mean, I also did badmouth Titus, which, you know... Well, I'm yeah, sure you got into a little funny, bit of a fight with Titus. And I yeah. rolled a rock also... on that bluff check, because I really yeah. should have been able to get that, no problem. <laughs> so, but, you know. Yeah, it happens. Yeah. Uh, so in the meantime, I believe, uh, as far as the honorary tribune, um, Anara Sycam, what are we doing? Um, right, so are we discovering or are we influencing? You know nothing but the influence checks on her. I think I'm going to go ahead and do a discovery. Hmm? Because we don't have a whole lot on her at the moment. Okay. Would you like biases, strengths, or weaknesses? Let's go for weaknesses first. All right. So if you're looking for her weakness, it's a sense motive. Do do sense le motive. All right. Um, so yeah, unsurprisingly, funny enough, uh, in Felix's case, she's already getting this bonus. But uh, you are aware that Onara has a deep love for the common people of merit, particularly those that she represents. Um, responds particularly well to those who seem to have the commoners or keep the commoners in mind. Hmm. Nice. Uh, which will grant you a plus one bonus. Nice. So basically be you. Yeah, yeah. the right person like, to the job. Already, yep. I'm already kind of that person. Uh, so again, I believe uh, Gwen's going to uh, chat up Gulga Saren. Are you attempting yeah. to ascertain anything specifically? I don't know. I mean, we can't really... He's What? Ask about the wards. Why do we feel so weird here? <laughs> um... I don't know if there's a way I can bring that up without being like... Yeah, how do you make that organic in the conversation? Yeah, oh, that would be less weird for us to bring up because we were like, oh, we visited the temple today, blah, blah, blah. Yeah. She yeah. No, yeah, she didn't yeah. come with us. You can also just make polite conversation if you so wish. And by that, I mean it's the equivalent of gathering information because it ends up just being a conversation about what's going on. Yeah, I mean, Gwen would chit-chat, see what kind of opinions he has about the shenanigans of the day. <laughs> you know, 
Okay, um, so go ahead and make me a diplomacy check. That's a 12 for a 24. Mm, pretty good. Not bad. So chatting with Golgasaren, um, you do get garner some information. Um, you kind of talk about what's been going on locally, and then you sort of talk about uh, what's, you know, only two of the three barons are here. Mm-hmm. You know, one of the barons is still missing, of which you've already learned a little bit about Baron Tellus. But the Inquisitor looks across the uh, gathered people here. You are certain to learn in due time the dangers and difficulties of Merritt County. Dangers? If you were to follow my advice, I would stay close to home. There are parts of the county that I have not been given, shall we say, authority to either bring to hill or protect. So what's happening in those areas of the county? Chaos. (laughs) My concern has been with Newtown recently. It's located in the Tellus Barony, made up of the residents of Jambus, which was, I use the term was, the capital of the Terrace Barony. Many of the people fled the town when things there went poorly. Those that didn't have the money to move to Lothadar, or to try to make a break with Casimir, formed Newtown. It's a short distance away, but far enough to provide them some modicum of security from the banditry that has become more and more common on the southern Casimir Highway. So what concerns you about it, then? Disappearances. Drunks. Sometimes children. As many as one every three to four months. Mm. How long has that been going on for? Perhaps eight years. Gwen kind of blinks. I'm sorry, (laughs) they just let this happen for eight years? Well, he hasn't been allowed to deal with it. Wow. And wow, nobles. Baron Tellus hasn't done anything. Baron Tellus has hardly been seen in the past decade. Baron Tellus is the one that's doing the kidnapping. Is he dead? He's a vampire. Is anyone even sure he's alive? He pauses for a long moment. Nope. <laughs> <laughs> as, as he has that, well, we never thought about that. <laughs> His taxes are being paid. <laughs> <laughs> easy, could easily be dead. The most important thing is the taxes are being paid, <laughs> like so who cares? So we don't care as long as his taxes are being paid. Quinn wow. probably okay. kind of b- bites back a giggle because, okay, that's hilarious, but also... <laughs> <laughs> but really, if you think about it, that's the only thing that he would be able to know, right? Like, yeah. you know, he doesn't have authority to go in there. That's, I guess, a good thing. I have unfortunately been unable to act. Technically speaking, while I am the Tribune, Seneschal, tax collector for the entirety of the county. Man wears a lot of hats. It's a startup county. (laughs) (laughs) If it does not involve taxes or direct attacks on any of the royal highways, my authority doesn't allow me much outside of the Stavian Barony. But of course, Newtown is outside of your lands as well. Mm. I find the whole situation in the Tellus Barony disturbing and interesting. As do I. I would be interested to see the curious changes that would occur or Tellus no longer under the Tellus family. Technically speaking, there's only one noble family that still resides since the death of the Ralthorns. Those would be the crabs. <laughs> that explains things, because the crabs also seem to have something weird happening in their area. That's true. It's all pointing to the Tellus barony. Mm. Unfortunately, you have no idea what's going on with these Ralthorns either, but apparently yeah, they're say, all yeah. dead. Uh, I'm telling you, all these people start disappearing. Yeah. Mm. 
And then you got some creepy like dreams because you were flirting with Crab. <gasps> Crab's the vampire. Oh <laughs> no! I think maybe somebody wants to get rid of her, and they can't have you saving the day. Oh, so, I didn't think about that angle. So what happened to the Rowthorns? A whole entire family died. Maybe you'll find out. You'll have to make another gather information check for next uh, round if you wanted God. to know more about the Rowthorns. <laughs> oh man. Gwen's just like, you give good tea, sir. <laughs> I know, you've cracked enough, that you're, you have enough, you've cracked that exterior yeah. enough that the tea is starting to come out. It's spilling. It's spilling. It's spilling. Please continue to spill the tea. Um, I actually will allow Gwen to make a uh, knowledge nobility. Oh yeah, because you might just know Oh yeah, about see them. if you've heard this na- family mm. name before. Uh, that's an 18 for a 31. Yeah, because okay. Heather's dice are actually on her side when it comes to those. <laughs> Today they are. 31. Especially when there's tea involved. You don't know what happened to the Rowthorns, but you do recognize the name. Although, honestly, it's uh, it's a name that hasn't really been spoken much in Taldane circles in the past almost century. Hmm. The Rowthorns were a noble family of Casimir. Uh, they made their money by investing in the shipbuilding industry in the port city, um, built a, and for what you understand, built a summer estate somewhere. Maybe Talisbarony? And uh, from what you understand, the uh, the family basically built their ideal estate um, after making all of their money so that they could retire to the countryside away from the hustle and bustle um, and raise yeah. apparently a very large expansive family. You do know that there were some rumors about the Ralphane family all going extinct in a single generation. Weird. That is weird. There's something really there's some serial going on killer. in the Telos Yeah, I was gonna say, there's some serial killer energy mm. going around. There's something strange down there. In this neighborhood? In neighborhood. Yes. Yeah. Who are you going to call? Gonna call? Nights, Nights of Summer. Of summer. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> so uh, I suppose that brings us, uh, that gets us through the first hour and brings us to the uh, the second hour. All right. Um, so yeah, I guess quick round table. What is everyone thinking? I want to look around at Titus. Is he still here? Uh, yeah, Titus is off to the side. I think I want to go see what's up with that guy. Oh dear. <laughs> Fair I'm going to challenge him to a duel, but I'm assuming he's participating in the hunt. So that's what I'm going to talk about. Very well. And Cornelius? Uh, Cornelius is going to uh, continue uh, trying to force Bartleby to like us. Notice me, senpai. (laughs) (laughs) Cornelius continues chatting up Bartleby. All right. And what about Gwen? Gwen needs more tea. (laughs) (laughs) Do spill. Gwen will continue uh, chatting up the High Inquisitor. All right. How about Felix? I wouldn't mind just continuing talking to Psychum. See if I can get the... Still making inroads there. Yeah. And Oliver. Uh, I'll continue my conversation with the Baroness. She seems to... I, I'm just hoping that we can get her, you know, again, to at least just feel okay about us. Very well. Crab, Baroness. <laughs> crab swoops <laughs> in. Crab swoops in. Crab you, got you, you hesitated. <laughs> you got no, crabbed. I didn't. I knew where I was going. <laughs> I was already there. I was already there. It's going on. She drops the illusion. It's just crab. <laughs> trick on you, huh? Gotcha. Whoa. Come marry my Little daughter. safe. Oh, <laughs> <laughs> uh, no. But you all scatter. Basically, you, you finish the first round. You finish up all of your ill. Um, it's delicious, mm. by the way. At which point you uh, you have some time to, to have a little bit of light snack and all the rest of that stuff. They bring out, uh, in kind of preparation for the beginning of the hunt, they bring out some warm brandy to, uh, mm. to give everyone a little energy oh. before you go out on your ride. Sure, that's how that works. <laughs> yeah, Dehydrate you a little bit, sure. Dehydrate yeah. you a little bit before you take off. The uh, the count does stand um, as you get through, like, basically the first part of uh, a breakfast. Well, everyone take an opportunity to prepare yourselves. Finish eating your breakfasts while our servants take care of preparing everyone's horses. Yeah, great. 
as they do so, we will, of course, need to know who will all be participating in the hunt, which I think will be quite eventful. Now, we have two options available for everyone. For those who would like to hunt quarry out in the Stavian's lands, you may accompany one of our masterful hunters. He gestures off towards the side where you can see a large number of servants basically coming out, obviously in like preparatory, uh, like, you know, ready to go tromping out through the woods. Uh, not really armed or anything like mm-hmm. that. It's more like these are your spotters and all the and all that. Mm. Uh, each one of them leading bloodhounds. Oh, um, as there's an entire like pack of like twenty bloodhounds over there. Oh wow! Eagerly looking around, wagging their and tails. And you get a bloodhound. And you get a bloodhound. Excited. Yay. And of course, for those of you that do not wish to participate in the actual hunt, we do have, shall we say, a makeshift hunt prepared a for you. Hunt. Jesus. Oh no. He gestures to the side. Oh, no, indeed. It's a big Where's Waldo picture. (laughs) (laughs) I'm telling you, for honey halflings, it's not okay. Off to the side is the quarry for the, shall we just say, the faux hunt. Six people (laughs) dressed in sheep costumes. You've got to be kidding me! (laughs) Why? It's Mr. Queen! It's Mr. Queen, indeed! These gentlemen and ladies are unfortunately guilty of minor crimes in Merritt County. I have informed them that if they can evade being captured for four hours, that their crimes, none of them violent, do not worry, your safety is not on the line, will be forgiven. And each of you, he gestures back towards them, will be absolved and granted a handsome reward of 50 pieces of gold. Quinn glances up at Ghoul just to so see what I'm his reaction to this. So I'm hearing is we don't want to actually catch anybody. Honestly, Ghoul doesn't seem to be as offended by this. Mm. I mean, this is mean, because these are criminals. Yeah. Well, that's what I'm saying. Yeah. Is he okay with criminals possibly being released? That was, it was more... They're being punished. Uh, um, honestly, he doesn't seem to be bothered. You're wondering whether or not he got to select the people, considering mm. his position as the High Inquisitor and such. Oh, of yeah. like, these are people whose crimes are probably something like... Tax evasion or something. Theft. Funny yeah. enough, one of the examples damage. they give on here is... Uh, Selling sour butter. Oh my mm. god, really? It is a crime. Hmm. I mean, it is, I mean, a, it is a health food hazard. Yeah, yeah, it's a health hazard, yeah. But Bartleby gestures in uh, in that direction where, uh, yeah, apparently uh, you'd be able to uh, to go out and hunt these people. Um, again, with literally, um, considering they have they have the sand setting up right now, with beanbag crossbow bolts. Oh my god. my god, you guys called that. <laughs> it's apparently a rich people thing. <laughs> what, was this a real, like, I seriously now think this was a real thing people did. I think it is. Back in the day, because we've seen it now in two medias. It might be, who knows? Oh my gosh. So there's no way to get out of the hunt. You're hunting one thing or another. You're right either hunting out. people or you're hunting out, uh, hunting animals or whatever else you can find. Rick, I, I want to inform you that um, my limit break is building, and it's very, <laughs> very near the top of the scale here. I know, you're going to be, charging, oh you're gonna be uh, uh, challenging him to a Magi off. Uh, Mary is weirdly soon. okay with this. I would like to use Omni Slash. Yeah. Yeah. Actually, um, as a spear wielder, I feel closer to Sid. Uh, Therefore, I'd like to call in a tactical airstrike. With <laughs> that's fair. Um, yeah, so he gestures in that direction where you can see uh, these uh, these six individuals kind of shift uncomfortably. Um, although, obviously, you're going to guess that uh, according to his states, they are, statement, they are volunteers. 
This is much better I than mean, being in jail or whatever. I mean, and they're not in mortal mm. danger, which is also yeah. a good thing. It's know? true. We're not yeah. killing them. Well, but here's the it's thing. No. If we catch them, they are still going to back to jail then. Mm -hmm. Yeah, I guess they go back to jail. Oh. Mm. That feels... Oh, I feel like I need to be like, I've caught you. What is your crime? Sour butter? Yeah, just just go. Just go. <laughs> <laughs> it's fine. You what's know your, what? What's your crime? Tax evasion? Thunk. <laughs> what's your crime? Like, um, I swindled an old lady out of her life savings. Mm, I'm like, ah, <laughs> I found one. Yeah. You know, you kind of look in that direction and consider like, are we going there? Or are we going out on this hunt? Uh, as uh, as all of you will have the opportunity to think that over for the next hour as you uh, you discuss with your compatriots and such. And all of you players will have a week to decide on that as we we'll <laughs> pick it up here next time. Yeah. Oh, oh, geez. Oh, my God. Wild. I can't believe that there's a false Wild. choice on whether you go on a hunt or not. Well, technically, you're yeah. hunting, but you could have a snack and just hang out in the house. Like, I mean, I guess, yeah. Oh, I yeah. wandered the grounds and didn't find anything. Can yeah. I have some wine? <laughs> yeah. Oh, I yes, found my oh chambers my for a nap. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> uh, we'll have the hunt next time. It's going to be oh great. I'm going gosh. on the animal hunt for sure. Yeah, obviously, for sure. Yeah. Wow. Hey, they do provide crossbows if you don't have crossbows for the animal hunt. So uh, I, I think a... everyone could participate since even your arcanist is actually proficient with that. I am proficient with crossbows. Mm. Wow. I have a longbow. Wow. Wow. <laughs> Just wow. Like wow. Just, I, I cannot believe <laughs> the, the big, the worst thing is we were literally talking about the, the hunting people with like beanbags or paintballs kind of a thing. And then it yes. showed up. Yes. Oh, my gosh. Tactical airstrike. Let's Jeez. go. Yep. Oh my gosh. Bartleby's got to go. Rich people things. God, serious. Oh, rich just rich people, people things. Yes. <laughs> I guarantee you that there are rich people in our world right now that would hunt other people if they could get oh, away I'm with sure it. Oh, I'm sure there are. Without it's a true. doubt, mm -hmm. there are people who would do that. But you know who wouldn't dress us up as sheep and hunt us? Patrons. <laughs> I know I'm not. That's an interesting segue. Not. All right, all right. Patreon stretch goal? No. Patreon no, stretch goal. No, no, no. 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 False, false. No, it's not a stretch goal. Bad. Absolutely not. Uh, maybe Patreon stretch goal to do, do a video of that where it's like we all just dress up in cheap costumes and hunt one another. No. Like a... <laughs> There's one hunter and five sheep, and we're no. All Dallas going. has Dallas has one of those uh, one of uh, I think the uh, nation's biggest laser tag fields. We could all dress up as sheep and go ah, laser tagging tag. each other. Oh, I'd that'd do be that. weird. Okay. We take pictures. It'd be great. I'm not dressing up as a sheep. Just put a little headband on. <laughs> just, yeah, uh, just get well, a little headband, headband and uh, get a big like big white onesie or something like that. <laughs> Cute. I would like to take, of course, an opportunity to thank our patrons for your continued patronage and support um, as we continue this wondrous uh, jubilee. Um, honestly, you guys sure. are making some uh, some good headway through this, and I'm Wondrous. curious to see how the uh, the hunt will go. Yes. Mm, regardless of what you're hunting. But I do want to take an opportunity to, of course, thank our patrons and would like to thank a couple of those patrons by name. I would like to start by thanking Mike Morikawa. Thank, thank you, Mike. Mike. Thank, thank you, Mike. Thank you, Mike. Morikawa. That's a good name. Morikawa. Absolutely. Yep. Uh, I'd like to thank Joseph Sanchez Aguilar. Ooh, hyphenated. Well, very cool. Yeah, we love a Thank you, Joseph. And I would like to thank, thank Dan you. Goss. Awesome. Thank you, Dan. Sweet, sweet. Dan. I like Dan that. Goss. I know that name from somewhere. Hmm. Dan Goss. I can't Patreon it. list. Well, I'm just a Patreon. <laughs> <laughs> I know I've seen Dan's name a number of times, and uh, hmm. yeah. yeah, Dan's been a longtime supporter, so thank you so much, Dan. Yep, thanks, yeah. Dan. Yeah. And I would like to thank James K. Thank you, James. I'm going to assume you. K is short for James. Kirk. 
Ah. Yes. <laughs> 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 what would be a T in there, though? James T. Kirk. Yes. Yeah, yes. It does always put Tiberius in there, but... Uh, yeah, well, some he's reason. trying to fly under the radar. That's fair. <laughs> he traveled here, back here in time in the, yeah, to support us. Yeah. So thank you, <laughs> yeah. Captain. Sure. He did warp nine around the sun and go back in time. So thank you, James. <laughs> My lord. He was here to get a whale, but was distracted by the awesomeness that is flying the path. <laughs> <laughs> That's true. Uh, and I would like to thank Stuart Frew. Oh, I like thank you, Stuart. Stuart. Thank you, Stuart. Very, a very unique last name. I like that. True. Yeah. yeah, I like it. All right. And I think um, I'm going to argue this is the best one, even though all of our patrons are great. Uh, oh, I would like to thank Action Jackson. Oh, that is a superhero so name if I've ever yeah. heard one. That's yeah. great. That's great. <laughs> thank you for your support. Yeah, we really appreciate it. I feel, I feel like it should be like plural, like Action Jacksons. Like it should be a family of superheroes. Like the it's not a family yet. Oh yeah, yeah. The it's not a family yet. Yeah, <laughs> gotta gotta find the other action. No, All we gotta the... find the reaction. It's her reaction. Oh, reaction. That's Jackson. his arch nemesis. His reaction. Oh, Jackson. there you go. Yeah, it's his evil In twin. Action. In action. <laughs> We do want to take an opportunity to also, of course, thank all of our amazing patrons out there. You guys are wonderful. You are the reason that we're able to continue doing this. You are the reason that we have uh, been able to dedicate so much time to this wonderful Jubilee. And I've been able to work in all this extra time to like make this whole uh, Google list on what's served with Spitzcock. <laughs> you just like saying that. If you've had Spitzcock, let us know what it's like. Yeah, if you've yeah. had there's, there's yeah. even a there. It is so important to this story that there is an illustration in the story of Spitchcock. That is how oh important it is wow. in this book. Okay, I think mostly because most people would just go, "What the heck is this word?" Because that was my response to it. <laughs> yep. Did they misspell Spitchcock? <laughs> but uh, we do want to take an opportunity to, of course, also thank specifically our Find the Path tier patrons, and I would like to thank those now, including Andrew Miller and her, Braden Worrell, Colin Bill, Elliot Brown. Eric and Lisa Junker, Gary S., Ian Date, Jessica Vetterly, Jim C., Joshua Saldana, Kevin Etterfay, Lewis Ellis, Siren Roll, and TJ Kahn. Thank you all for your continued patronage and support. You are all wonderful. Thanks, everybody. Thank you so much. Thank you, thank you, thank you. And uh, yeah, join us next time for the most dangerous game. (laughs) (laughs) And until next time, good luck, Pathfinders. Bye, Bye. <laughs> first, first you have the hunt, and then you have the feast of the hunter, which is soil yes. and cream. Oh. <laughs> oh, Do you like a little log ham? <laughs> <laughs> oh my god. Find the Path Ventures is an officially licensed partner of Paizo Incorporated. War for the Crown is copyright 2018. War for the Crown and the Pathfinder Venture Path are trademarks of Paizo. All Pathfinder images are property of Paizo and are used with permission. Good morning, lords and ladies. I hope that everyone had a pleasant rest. We know at least one person didn't. (laughs) Yep. Look over at Octavius and be like, what's wrong with your face? Octavius? Octavius? Oh, you're looking at a far distance to find Octavius. <laughs>